Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes. James, we got a great guest tonight, but I got a couple announcements to make. How you doing? I'm doing great, my friend. Doing, doing great. great. Staying busy. Staying busy. Is it raining out there? No, we actually had two beautiful days. Uh, and I think the rain's supposed to reel back in probably in about a day or two. I know you was talking about it raining everything. No, we actually had two beautiful for a while and and uh, everything was flooded now we've had a, a mess of that and everything's flooded here all the lakes is high and the water's muddy and everybody's complaining about this and complaining about that but about july and first of august they'll be saying where's all that rain at you know because it'll be gone but yes it is what it is i got an announcement to make from the indiana catfish association they had a tournament uh the 20th and the 21st and the and levensworth and the results are Henry Neffes and Tom Petrosky, 71.5 pounds for first. Mary Jane Wood and Terry Holden for 70.06 for second. Ricky Eisfeld and Virgil Harden for 58.87 for third. Damian Clark, Jeremiah Keene, and Chad Vowles, 57.19 for fourth. And Delmer Wagler and Randy Grabber. 57.2 um, for fifth, and they had big fish of 48.72 pounds. That is a, quite a quite a weigh-in. And 50-pound uh, fish this early in the year for big fish in a tournament is just pretty dang good. So congratulations to all those guys. Um, that was the tournament the other day. I think somebody weighed in a 92-pound fish in that tournament. Yeah. Too. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Now, we'd be happy to announce any of the tournament results that you guys have or upcoming events, whether they be fishing tournaments or something else catfish related, but you have to send them to us because we we just can't spend our time every day going through stuff that's online and searching out that stuff. So if you want it done, we'll be happy to do it. Just let us know and we'll make it happen. And by the way, my buddy Chad... Fields caught a new personal best of somewhere over 40 pounds. The scales was bouncing between 41 and 42. So he's calling it a 40, which is the correct way to do that. Um, to, for a lot of people, it would have been a 49. You know? <laughs> but he's, he's saying 40. It would, Like I say, the scales are between 41 and 40. It's hard to hold them fish up there, read them Absolutely. scales, especially if you haven't done it for a while. And, uh, yeah, so great fish on him. That was a new personal best. And D caught a 20-something. I don't remember exactly uh, earlier. Uh, maybe uh, I think during that tournament. But um, I forgot what place he said he got in the tournament. But you know what? That's a, That was a great fish for both of them. And um, congratulations on that. What else we got, uh, James? Uh Actually, I had something I was going to announce tonight, but just don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, come on out to the tournament, April the 17th. Be glad for you to have, to have you out here. That's Mr. Law can drive all the way from Missouri. Y'all can make the trip, too. We'll it's all worthwhile for the veterans, guys and gals. That's exactly right. We're going to have a blast when we yes. get out there and a lot of fun with a lot of people that we've been trying to get to uh, for a long time. So, uh uh, we're on the line about bringing a boat now. We were, I had planned on doing it, but now we're on the line about doing it. And if I don't, I'll probably just stay and help you there at the uh, weigh-in, James. Well, I'm sure there's a uh, there's going to be know. some boats there. 
and I'm, I'm sure, sure somebody will put you on there. <laughs> I'm quite sure, but uh, I'm not too sure that I wouldn't be better suited at the ramp. Uh, but we'll see how that goes between now and then, and and we'll visit about it some more. But regardless, yep. we're going to pay an entry into it one way or the other. So it doesn't, right. it don't matter. Uh, we're going to help them veterans out all we can. In- I went by there. Uh, one more thing. I went by there a little while ago. Life will come home. And they're slamming walls up. Sweet. They won't be long. It won't be long. They're putting the walls up now. Uh, and electrician's supposed to be there in about two weeks and start pulling wire. Uh, then after that, the plumber will be in and uh, sheetrock and stuff will go up. Adds that. Adds if the county will get off their tail and start writing permits. Well, I understand how that is. But if they understood how important our veterans are to us, if they was that important to them as they are to you and I, they wouldn't be fooling around with that stuff. they get it done. Yes, sir. I agree 100%, but you know how local governments are. They're going to drag their tails. It doesn't matter if it's local or if in Washington. Yeah, government's government. It don't. <laughs> All right. Has life. How you doing, buddy? I am blessed. Um, first, I want to say thank you, Lyles, and thank you, Patriot James, for uh, reaching out to me and uh, bringing me as a guest onto the show. I am greatly honored to be here today. So thanks for that. I'm doing great. Well, you're so welcome. And I watched you and your buddy. Um, Mark, fishing magician. Fishing magician the other day. And you was waylaying fish like there was no tomorrow, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a hot bite. Best bite I've had on catfish yet so far, as far as uh, numbers-wise. It was a great day. It was How many day. did you catch total? Um, we lost count. I have to go back and check all <laughs> the footage. But it was over 30. It was over 30 catfish. I don't know exactly what the final number is, but we'll have to wait and see. I got to like you lose count. What's you had a good freaking day. <laughs> a good day, yes. It was yes. A blast. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, when you lose count on how many fish that you've caught, it's a stellar day. It may be stellar. a once-in-a-lifetime day. <laughs> yes, maybe. And I would have geared if it ain't nothing but dinks. Yeah. That's still a good freaking day. Still, it was right. still a good fishing day. And yeah. the best part about it was um, it was a tournament going on on the Potomac River at the time. So there was like. 30 boats within three uh three miles of the river like a three stretch mile of the river Ooh. um so it was a lot of boat traffic um but we were still able to get on fish um and the the boat tournament guys they had some them good days too so it was just a hot bite for everybody on that's the river awesome that that's day. a great day wow you know makes you wonder what was running right then were they a bait fish running in that area at that time? Because right now the hot bite is on Santee because they're letting the river herring come in. Yeah. The shad run isn't up here yet, but it's just I think the warmer temperatures have just got them very active. Um, and I also noticed that they weren't hanging out deep. Um, they were in 25, 20 feet of water, 15 feet of water. So any um, shallow fish that was up there was in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So um where we were catching them at um about three weeks before that I was catching them in 40 feet, 50 feet, you know, 60 feet of water. That's warm weather. Warm weather, yep, warm weather, warm waters. You know what, James? We forgot to talk about a bunch of these people in chat. Hez, help us out. Let's try to announce some of these people we got in chat. We got JP3. There's JP3 is right, Mexicat, Junior Proctor, the fishing magician. 
uh, Mike Greenwell, Mike Lewis, one ton. Okay, boys. Somebody else had. Take her away. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see Mike Irvin, Papa Ed, Sharina's in the house, Creole's in the house. There's Mr. Chad, Roger, Marisa, of course. We always love seeing Maurice come in here. There's Dave in the house. Uh, Mr. Flint Hill himself, guys and gals. There's Anna. Hey, Anna. You see new channels. And if you're not subscribed to Has Life, make sure you go over and subscribe to him and hit the notification button. I was subscribed, buddy. But for some reason, I didn't have the bell rung on you. That's why I haven't been seeing some of your videos come up. But it is checked off now. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that, Patriot. <laughs> Thomas Little Page, go ahead. Has give out a couple shout outs. Uh, we got uh Janice in the house. One time fishing club is in the house. Eric Burnside, Palmetto Cats is in the house. Uncle Lou fishing with the Chad Fins and Fines. Mo Creek is in the house. Creole Cat fishing. Two stands fishing is in the house. Has a great show with him and his uh, son on Sundays. Uh, stand day they call it. Brian B. Catfishing in the house. What's going on, brother? Uh, Mr. Gadget, Mexi Cat, man. Awesome people. Awesome people. Turn They're out. all great. Country boy catfishing. Sean Abney. Man, we got a bunch of great ones in here. Amazon uh, Catfish. That's a new one to me. Keystone Catfish Hunters. Fishing Chick. I've seen... That one before, but yes. not too often. So welcome. If you're new, we, we're glad to have you. Uh, there's the fishing with the squirrel. You know, we get so many people coming in here, and some of them come, and some of them go, and some of them come back, some of them don't. But that's part of it, you know. We, and for all of you that's hitting that thumbs up, thank you. And if the rest of you would care to, we'd appreciate it. Somebody said something about Dieter Melhorn, so I assume that Dieter has graced us with his presence. It's always great to have Dieter in here with us. Mr. Matthew, yeah, there's Dieter oh. in the house. <laughs> Dieter's in the house. Dieter What's going says, on, Dieter? Has is showing all what a real man's beard looks like. I've been growing this beard for a while. <laughs> I gotta and let my... it go. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> <gotta> let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Hooks and hammocks. Dieter, uh, Mike Irwin, uh, Mike Greenwell, fins and finds. My good buddy Bob. All right. I I don't see any more. Oh, there's D. We don't want Miss D. No, don't want to miss Miss D. She come in mine and Donna's live feed the other night and uh, bought oh, a little item Mindy. from Donna. There's Mark. There's Ernie Brown. Robbie Thompson's in the house. We got a bunch of great people. Like I said, guys, always share the love, share the Here's bait. a great story right here, fellas. Mark Louderball, uh, I met him in our local Walmart store here a couple of weeks ago. We was talking about batteries. And somehow the subject of fishing come up, and he's a big-time uh lead producer for sinkers and jigs and all kinds of stuff and he was getting batteries for his boat and i was getting batteries for my boat and we stood there and had a greatest conversation mark thank you so much for joining catfish weekly tonight i hope you enjoy the show um with all the things that you do if you would be interested in doing a show with us sometime we would love to have you um you could do one online like this 
or as close as we are, we might be able to get together and do one. So if you're interested in that, uh, let me know. He had never heard of us before. Of course, I didn't know anything about him. I'm not native to this area. Uh, but we had a wonderful conversation and what an outstanding guy. We're lucky to have people like that uh, in the catfishing world or in the fishing world altogether. So, so people, please welcome Mark to the show tonight. Uh, we appreciate him being in here. There's Robert Andrews and Brad Becks. Mr. Uh, fishing yeah, Mr. Justin Fishing Fetish, Carolina Catfish. Got all kind of great people in There's here. Harley Neal. We haven't seen Harley in here for a while, but he's been kind of busy. There's Twitch yep. TV. Yeah, well, Harley looks like he's uh I think I think the YouTube has stuck a hook in him, don't you lie? Maybe so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's hard not to. Has how did you get started in the in the boat business? My my understanding is from what you told me that you really wasn't a boat owner and had only operated a boat a few times. Now, with that being said, I'm going to say you're doing a really good job with that. Thank Tell you. Tell us a little bit about becoming a new boat owner and how that has affected your fishing. Um. So yeah, I just purchased a boat um, about two months ago. Um, it's an older boat, um, so it has some stuff that needs to be done, you know, worked on and stuff. So, um, you know, I'm going through the, you know, the paces and getting stuff done, you know, a little bit at a time here and there. Um, but I had no experience as far as fishing off of a boat. You know, uh, I've anchored before, but not like in rivers and such. You know, I've been in lakes. Um, I did um, one time I did fish the bay um, down in Florida. That was my first time ever on a boat. Um, so I went, there was like a boat uh, rental place right next to the hotel I was staying at. And I was down there for like a week. And I, like the fourth day, I was like, man, I, I want to go rent this boat. You know, let me go see, you know, how, how I go about that. So I went over there, talked to the guy. Um, he was like, have you uh, driven a boat before? I was like, no. He took me out, gave me a 20 minute crash course, showed me how to do everything. And then I went and found a uh, rod in um, the tackle place where you can rent rods at. Um, right around the corner and went out there with some shrimp and um, some squid and stuff. And we were catching, um, caught a couple of sharks that day. That was my first time catching sharks. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I didn't really know much about fishing out. The first one, I was scared to get the hook out of his mouth. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All you needed to know the day was teeth in their mouths, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, duh. Yeah, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I just cut it right close to the hook, and I sent him on his way. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the second one, I felt bad when I caught the second one. I didn't want to do that, so I, I tried my uh, my best, and I got the hook out of his mouth. Um, but yeah, now fast forward to to you know 2021, I got a boat. Um, and I love it. It's definitely changed the game as far as fishing. For um, obviously, you can move to from spot to spot to spot and. You're not on the bank just hoping that fish are out there. You know fish are out there now. You know you're not going to pull up at a spot where you're not marking any fish at. So that's like the you know my, the best thing as far as you know access. The accessibility with the boat is definitely awesome. It is, and 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 there is a cost to it. Definitely, uh, definitely. There, there's definitely awesome. a cost to having a boat ownership and mm-hmm. on them and and gas alone. Oh yes, it's yes, unbelievable, but you gain so much 
from being able to move places when you want to and not have to jump in the car and load and unload everything three or four times. And, and uh, if you're cautious and don't run a boat wide open all the time, if you mm-hmm. run half to three quarter throttle, you'll save 50% of what you're spending on fuel. And yeah. let's face it, most of us aren't in that big a hurry. We might think we are, but yeah. we're really not. <laughs> we're out there for the day. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're going to have a good time. And that boat you got looks really safe. It's got high sides and stuff on it. Yes. And I know that you've had your kids on there, and that's that's the good thing about high-sided boats. Yes. Is it helps keep them from falling out. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched when you and your wife and brother or brother-in-law was on there. Yeah, my brother and my son, my baby boy. Yep, yep. we were out there. That was a great family show. I enjoyed that probably as much. I don't know, you you and Magician, you guys was tearing them up the other day. I liked that one pretty good. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a great one too. That was a great one. But too. I really do did like did like uh, the family aspect of that. It makes the show really good. And one thing right quick, I see that Kelly Bullock is in here with the Bullock experience. He has a show coming on tomorrow night and I will be guest on, on there. And we're going to talk about the equipment that I use when fishing. So if you get a chance, please tune in. If I didn't say that now, I'd probably forget it. Uh, so I wanted to make sure to, to hit, give him a hit. They got That's a set awesome. of bobbers too, Lyle. Kelly? Yes, they ordered awesome. bobbers early. Yep, yep. It, you know, and that's going to be that's going to be a cool thing because we're going to we're going to talk about bobbers and we're going to talk about planer boards and we're going to talk about fishing rods and reels and tools. Yeah, tools, 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 tools. tools for the tackle box. Yeah, I got one question before we go too far. Has where'd you get your name? Has life. Um. So, growing up, um, I'm a very creative person and um. I made music. Um, I did rap music, hip hop music for uh, for a while, for about the from about 15 to about 24, 25 years old. Um, I did uh, a lot of music and my rap name was Hazmat, uh, Hazardous Materials. Um, that's what I went by. Um, and all my friends call me Haz uh, for short. That's what my name was. Um, so that stuck. And then obviously that's how the YouTube channel came about was this is my life. This is Haz life. So. That's it. And I, yeah, I didn't know if you was a firefighter and you'd done chemical stuff as a hazmat team or <laughs> what it was. That's why I seen that. Uh, yeah. I, I like that name a lot. It's really good. Kevin's. <laughs> Let's hear some bars. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about stuff I can't do or pronounce or say. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what he meant. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to wait, man. I'm retired from that life, but y'all have to wait for some bars. Uh, you're gonna have to write us up a catfish dang up right What I will yeah. do is I will put a song together for you guys. I'm not I wasn't really big into freestyle and I was uh good at making you know songs and putting productions together, hooks and verses and stuff. I'll put something together for the catfish community though. I definitely there you go. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Really good. Uh, some of us don't know much about that part of the music industry. But it's guys like you that's going to bring it to us, and we appreciate it because we got to we got to step up our game a little bit. And I'm not into none of that. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody your age and younger is. Yeah, yeah. So it's we like gotta, we got to make it as interesting for you guys as it is for us old guys. Yeah, hey. we'll bridge the gap between the age and location, yes, everything like that. You know. Hey, now, now I didn't. You, you might say that, but now, hey. 
I bumped elbows on the daggum disco floor, son. So I've heard all different kind of daggum. What he's doing ain't disco, my man. <laughs> hey, I listened to everything from country to blues to daggum jazz. I I was a, but yeah, I busted a move on quite a few daggum lit dance floors out there, buddy. So. When, when disco and stuff was going, um, I did wasn't on the dance floor. I was behind a drum set. Mm. But now Cindy, on the other hand, um, she liked that dance floor up, you know. I didn't know you was a drummer. I played drums for years. Oh, yeah, for years and years. You got some rhythm, too, if you play some drums. You got some rhythm. Yeah, I love drums, man. It doesn't transfer to my body. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't transfer to the legs. It only works in the arms. (laughs) And that was a long time ago, but... (laughs) Let me tell you, Has, one of the last concerts I went to, and I was the only Caucasian in the daggum whole Coliseum at Charlotte Coliseum. Uh-huh. You'd never guess who I wouldn't seen. Bootzilla. Oh, yeah. Who? Bootsy. That son of a gun said, we're going to rock the witness out of this son. <laughs> well, he was, it didn't say it like that, but son. He did. You oh, had fun? <laughs> my word, son. There was five bands that night, and that was just a. That was the biggest freaking party. I was nervous when I first went in. Yeah. But, son, I was taken right down to the front floor. I was bumping elbows, dancing, rubbing, cooching, whatever. We was having a <laughs> blast out there. But when Bootsy come out on that stage, the place went freaking crazy. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. going to blow the roof off this mother sucker, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and it was wild, but. Yeah, I ate loud. I love it all. It don't matter from the like blues. It, it, it all is a it all come together in one. Yeah, and, and that's the it, way it, it needs is. to be. You know, we used yeah. to, we used to do some stuff with a local radio station, and uh I would sit in with a lot of other bands, not just the ones that I played in, but it was right. a lot of fun. And then I, there was a local Opry house, and they imported a lot of the people from from uh, Nashville up there. And I have actually played with Waylon and uh, several of the others in the band for Waylon Jennings and Jimmy Hen- uh, Jimmy uh, Webb. And, um, oh, my gosh, I can't tell you how many of the big stars that come from there. And, of course, in Hannibal, it was close to Hannibal, and um, uh, Jim Ed Brown, and I can't remember the lady's name that played with him as, as a singer, was from Hannibal, Missouri, and I played with her a lot. Um, when I was 15, they tried to get me to go down and record music with them. My mom wouldn't let me because they come to the house and they said, well, now you're smoked, so you can't go into this place to buy cigarettes and you can't go into this bar because they'll serve you and you can't do this, you can't yep. do that, mom, because that's it, you ain't going. Yeah. And I, whether it was a big opportunity that I missed, I don't know. Um, but I know that the guy that took my place down there traveled with a band called the Rebels and the Renegades for 10 years. Oh. You know, so... <laughs> Maybe, maybe not, but uh, him and I was good friends. He used to stop by the house, and we'd we'd bull crap about that years after that, and uh, then was some good times. But, you know, like we said, we don't really know much about, you know, some of the style of music he's talking about, but it all comes from the blues. Yeah. yeah. It all comes from the blues and stuff. It don't matter if you rap, rock and roll, country. It's all got tied into the blues. Hey, and they some nights I'm not a I'm not a radio listener when I'm out on the boat. I'd rather yeah. hear what Mother Nature tells me. I'm but every once in a while, I got a buddy of mine. He played 
he won blues championship two years in a row, worldwide blues championship mm-hmm. and contagious. And I still got some of his old CDs and I'll just stick him old blues on it. Just sit back and turn it down. Listen to it in the background and just, uh, that has my fishing going on, but let's get back to fishing, my friend. Now, what kind of setups are you learning to use on your boat and stuff? How you getting set up? You figuring out your game plan? Um, so, um, you know, I obviously I fish in the river, so, um, I, you know, point the nose up upstream put the boat, you know, downstream. Um, so I'm practicing, you know, anchoring up, um, right now I only have uh, four flush mount built in rod holders on the back of the boat. And I've been, I experimented with a PVC pipe, which you will see uh Lyles, you probably saw in that video with the, with, when I was out there with my family that, um, uh, I was going from a one inch pipe to a, a one and a half inch pipe and the home Depot didn't make a coupler for that. So I had to like make a, my own shift one with some ratchet uh, metal, like ratchet straps. And I had a feeling that that part was going to fail on it. So I had, <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> I had some rod leashes to, to put onto the rods just to be sure. And I, and it failed, it, it failed. <laughs> and the rods all went into the water. Um, but we got them all back. You know, we got oh, them all good, back. Good, good, good. So, now, you know you can heat PVC up and make it swell out or shrink up. Yes, yes. I have seen people uh, I have seen people do that with the heat gun and such. Um, but I found one. I finally found one that slides into my rod holder. Um, a, rod, a, a triple rod rack that slides into my rod holder. So okay, I'm just so waiting for it to get here. And then we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be able to fish off the back of the boat with uh, more rods. So I'm just waiting for that to come. I heard out. you talk to Lyle about you learning to anchor up and you finally throw two anchors or whatever. Uh, yes. How's yes. that going for you? Um, it, so my first time doing it was out with uh, Mark because um, we fish in tidal water. So we were, it was incoming tide. Now um, it started blowing us upstream now with the incoming tide. And that was my first time experiencing. I've been on the water about five or six times now in the Potomac River, but that was the first time that we started blowing the opposite way. I was like, uh, I'm not used to this. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> the boat is swaying. And I'm just like, yeah, we got to reel these rods up. And we were close to the bridge. And I was like, Let's get on the other side of this bridge, and then I'm gonna put two anchor down. You know, so um, the first time I did it, I I had the you know I didn't have enough uh, line going out off the front and off the back of the boat. So the second time that I did it, um, I let a lot of line out off the front front anchor, and then dropped the back anchor, and then um, and then let a lot of line out, and then pulled back up to the front anchor. So there you go. Yeah, I watch YouTube videos on stuff before I went out doing it. Obviously, if you're if you know if you don't know something, go on YouTube and there's going to be plenty of videos out there. And definitely, um, anybody that's thinking about getting to a boat, um, definitely go watch those videos because I didn't have experience with you know um, growing up fishing with people or going out with people on the boat, um, fishing off a boat. It's just I'm learning everything you know on the fly on my own. I'm going to offer you something here. Being, being new to that, and I know that you're excited about having that, but if you get into a situation that you're not comfortable with, yes, I've been okay. on a boat since I was a little kid on the Mississippi River. Yeah, I'm not seeing, I say, and I've seen it all, mm-hmm. I've seen a whole bunch of it. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want you getting in no trouble, especially when your family's up there. If you got any yeah. questions or any time when you're out, all you got to do, I'm on a phone call away, and I am sure there is plenty of other people in here that feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But always remember that. that and uh, 
Uh, you got to respect that water. Now, Twisted Fishing TV says high quality rod holders are a rod saver and worth every penny. And there is several good quality companies yes. on the market. Yes. I yeah. prefer Driftmaster. Everybody's got their own opinion of what's good. As long as you have a good one, you won't have any problems. Yes, definitely. So I'll be testing this one out, and if I don't like it, I'm gonna take off the already the the rod holders that are already on there. I'll just grind those off, and then drill some holes, and then put put some rod holders on that I like on there. Now, if you're using the metal rod holders, your boat is fiberglass, correct? Yes, fiberglass. Get big washers underneath there. Okay. The okay. biggest you can get. I've got some that was used on handy when I used to work on handicap accessible vans. Yeah. And they got they got the uh, 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 seven sixteenths holes in them. Yes. And you can they're staged. They're they're actually in a hexagon. They're about this big. Okay. And if I need to put another one that's a flat one underneath that for the nut, I do that. But that'll spread the weight load on that fiberglass and yeah. cracking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank and you. And if you have to, you can get you a flat piece of steel. If you, if, you know, if you have to, you go to a hardware store and say, yeah. "Look, I want this piece of metal. Can you cut it?" Most of them can cut them for you, mm -hmm. however length they want, and just drill your own hole in it, and you're good yeah. to go too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because if it's an oblong shape, you can't get a round washer in there. You still got to cut it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Lyle, there's a new name in here. They come in once in a while. It's uh, Feral TV. Okay. A man and his wife, they've been fishing on Wiley. And uh, they've been doing pretty freaking good. Yeah. I, I just yeah. wanted to give them a kind of a shout out in here. I've been watching them for a while since they got started. It's a man and his wife. And uh, they put some pretty good fish in the boat the other day. Outstanding. I did notice that we had mad clatter. Uh, yep. Catfishing's in here, Amazon Catfishing, Dwayne Workman, uh, the Big Country uh, Catfish, our buddy Real Mike Alvarez is in here, Peace City, um, Ohio Catfishers. Yeah, Real Real Realville is hollered that you has. I don't remember the, if we got him while ago. Oh, yeah, what's going on, Realville, man? Appreciate you coming in. So, we got fish yeah. Mike Chavez. I know my brother was in here, a hobby nerd. He came in too here. I know, I think he's still awesome. in here, just not in the chat. Steve Austin, Realville yeah. Catfishing. Steve Austin, that's the six million dollar man, ain't it? I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that what we was growing up? The six million dollar man was Steve Austin. Man, that was long ago, but yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> oh, now. Um, as far as your rods and reels, what are you using? And, and tell us a little bit about how you're throwing and what your uh, what your rigs are. Okay, um, so um, I have Muddy River catfishing rods, um, Whisker Seeker, um, the nine foot six Whisker Seeker. That's more for my bank setup. Um, right. Um, then I have the Muddy River rods for the boat. I have uh, Slime Cats for the boat, um, the Joker series, and the Tangled with Cats. High viz. Um, I wanted to get uh, that that black light, you know, effect on the boat when I'm out there nighttime fishing, so that you guys can see the rods well lit um, and see the takedowns. Um, now I did put a black light on the boat, but it's nowhere near strong enough, so I'm gonna have to go in and order um, another one and yeah. and um, and get a, co um, a converter to to put on a 120 volts um, on there. So that's that's my next step. 
Um, and the reels, I have um, chaos, uh, PC fun chaos fifties uh, on on a couple of them. Slime cat reels um, on four of them, and I just got the uh, the pen um, pen squall today, so I can't wait to get that out there. Um, Cause we also have the Chesapeake Bay not too far from me, and I will be uh, trolling for stripers as well. Um, I hear you over the, over the summertime, so I can't wait for that. So I wanted something that's versatile, and those pen squalls are good uh, trolling reels too, as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking. How you like those PC phones? Cause I'm looking at purchasing me some some more spinning reels. Some of my spinning reels are 30 years old. They're still good, but I need to update. I need to get me some yeah. more spinning reels. And I've been trying to watch other people's videos and. They uses the PC funds and a few others, so I'm trying to figure out which one I want. I haven't used the PC fund spinning reels. I've used the PC fund baitcaster uh, chaos fifties. Um, okay. When it comes to the spinning reel, I like the Kuma Avengers. Um, I like those a lot. Um, and the bait, the bait feeder. Um, they're pretty. They're like fifty dollars. Uh, I believe around fifty, sixty dollars. Um, okay. Those hold up very well. I like those for spinning reels. I'll let you know about the chaos is one side. So I put braid on all, I'm a braid guy and I put braid on my bait casters. <laughs> and I, don't get too happy, Lyles. Do not get too happy. <laughs> no, I don't know if you can see this uh this this green right behind me. That's five thousand yards of mono that I just ordered. I'm getting rid of the braid on my bait casters. I can't do it. I backlash so many times on the line. I have had such good luck with braid, and there's others that have, but some people don't like it. But man, yeah, I, I mean, like not having any stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it on my, uh, you know, on my spinning combos, but on bait casters, man, it, is, it it just gets, it bites on itself, and and it it, it's no fun. And also on the boat too, if you get snagged and you got fifty pound braid on, it's very hard to break that off on the boat. It so. is, especially in current. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, I just went down to thirty pound mono. That's what I'm putting on all my bait casters. What kind of mono you go with? I like the Andy. If you like, if you do like the the low stretch or non stretch of. Uh, braid the andy line uh that andy line don't have a whole lot of stretch don't okay. have a whole lot of memory now it's a little yeah. bit more than some of your other braids yeah but it's if it says 30 pound you can count on it breaking right around that 30 pound mark gotcha. uh, Dieter's actually got a video i think on that andy line and uh it's got good castability Okay. Uh, so you know, check it out. But now it might be a while. You can go through five thousand yards and watch it go. Yeah. So yeah. You, you'll have it for a while. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have that for a while. I mean, I love that line. This is what I use uh, for my leader, oh, I mean, the, the tri line, yeah. big game. Yeah. Um, this stuff is very. It's forty pound, but I mean, it's, it's probably more like sixty. Honestly, this stuff does not break. Uh, so yeah. Um, I I got the thirty pound on there, and the good thing about it is it glows under black light, so you'll be able to see it at nighttime. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that'll that'll be a big deal when you're fishing at night. Yeah, definitely, definitely. For the viewers and stuff, they love to see the takedowns and to be able to see the lines in the water getting pulled down too as well. It, it'll be awesome. So I can't yeah. wait to get it you know, all the way set up the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. And some of this is going to be a learning curve for you. Oh, definitely. Definitely going to be a big learning yes, curve. But I can see you adapting really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I take stride and um, I, I will talk about my failures and, 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 you know, tell others so they don't go through the same stuff that I went through. I'm right. no expert by any means, you know, I'm learning as well, I go. Share your experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Michael Marillo says, whoa, Mr. Lyle's got a fly swatter in his hand. I got one of them pesky little devils in here. And Michael, if you watch real close, you might get to see him meet his maker here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> because he just, they aggravate me to no end. And I don't, if I get a chance to, to put an end to his happiness, then he's gone. So with that current like that, so you're basically throwing basic Carolina rigs. Thank you, catfish and crappy. Uh, Carolina rigs and Santee rigs. Um, I use three-way swivels. Um, that's what I use. Three-way swivel. I clip my lead right right to the the uh, one of the um, the three-way swivels, and then I right. use about a, a two-foot leader. Um, now I've been using no floats for the the whole entire time, but I just started using floats now for about a month. So I'm experimenting now with, with using flows too as well, adding to it. Um, but yeah, just really start experience. adding them to it. Uh, yeah. I noticed, uh, and all my can, can correct me, Yuli, I've always been one of those people. If I'm seeing mud all over my catfish yeah. and they lay it in the mud, I take the floats off. Yeah. Yeah. When they're up and moving, no more mud, put the floats back on the line to get that's, it up off that bottom. That's how I yeah. do it also. Yeah. Uncle Lou, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Ohio for life. Thank you, Ray, Ray Smith. Uh, now, what kind of boat did you end up getting? I haven't seen your video yet, so uh, I will be checking it out. I got a um, Sportscraft 222 offshore. It's 22 foot fiberglass. Um, it has a um, uh, the cabin inside. It's a, it's a pretty spacious boat. Um, I like I it. You. 1987. It's older than me. <laughs> the boat's one year older than me. <laughs> I but, but yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I actually just put it in the shop today. Comfortable for taking kids and wife out. Yeah. If one of them needs to lay down, you can take them downstairs. I, exactly. Awesome looking. That way you can get out of the sun, hide from it. You know, when that sun's yeah. beating up on you for, you know, four or five, six hours, it can or take a hold on you. Yeah. Yeah. Or snowing. Yeah, exactly. Snow and rain and all that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because I, I understand that you're not afraid of the snow. No, I'll go fit. <laughs> I'll go fishing in the snow from the bank, but I don't know about I don't know about uh, on the boat yet. <laughs> we'll figure yeah. that out. Yeah, you take it some used to. Thank you, Creo, so much. Yeah, but I love uh, winter catfishing. Is like one of my favorite times of the year, man. That's what yeah. I can catch all my big cats. So, yeah, um, you know, a lot of people say that. Uh, see what Creole said? Yes, I did. <laughs> Fly funeral <laughs> expenses. <laughs> I get it first, dude. <laughs> Having a shoulder surgery, it's not as accurate as it used to be. <laughs> and I'm That's pretty good. With my left hand. <laughs> oh man. Oh. So, what's your mainstay as far as bait right now? Um, carp has been my meal ticket this winter. Um, I've so eel is like my summertime fall bait. Uh, carp has been my winter bait. Um, then I know it's about shad is, uh, shad, of course I've, I've been using shad when I, when I have been able to get it. Um, but yeah, carp, I've been killing them on carp, 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 carp. I swear now, by carp. Oh, so, um, I buy my carp from the Asian market. Um, okay. a lot of people on here, they laugh about me because one time, um, I was going out fishing with a guy, uh, catfish Jimbo. He came up from North Carolina and I needed some bait right that morning. I didn't have time to drive around to a bunch of stores. And they only had live carp, and they were selling them for like three ninety nine a pound. I paid sixty two dollars for two carp to go fishing that day. <laughs> Holy crap, man! Now was it Asian carp or was it common carp? It was common carp. 
it wasn't even oh. anything spectacular. Yeah, it was. Um, but normally I pay like a dollar ninety nine, usually about 10, 15 bucks for a carp. Um, and um, now I catch them. Um, I've been going after them and catching them more now too, as I well. Too. Yeah, yeah. And then I got some good YouTube uh, subscribers. They they've been giving me carp lately too, as well, because there's so many in, in the Potomac River in DC. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to the support system. <laughs> there you go. You just chum that water up with corn about every other day, and there'll be so many freaking carp in there, you can't stir them with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I use pack bait and then corn on the hook. Um, you know, catfish and carp, uh, you know, using his strawberry jello breadcrumbs. And, and oh, I'm talking about chumming it. Go out yeah. there when you come by every other day and throw a daggum, you know, 20 pounds out there in the water and just keep on going and then come back that weekend, son. There'll be so many freaking carp in there, you can't stir them. Yeah. <laughs> Mark and Catfish and Crappie says that's waterway robbery. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we only caught like two fish that day on that $62 carp, too. That's the worst part. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, but it's better than a skunk. Better than a skunk. Better than a skunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we still had fun, you know. <laughs> Uh, many times or more, and on on skipjack at big tournaments, and not yeah, fish. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a skunk for thirty some bucks, no skunk that's worth every penny. Yeah, yeah, that right, definitely that right. right. Adventure says they will stay in that area if you put that corn out for them. And I oh yeah, yeah. Adventures is new to our channel. Thank you so much for stopping in. And there's J Dogs going fishing. Welcome. These guys down here, Lyle, they made them some tater guns, and that's how they chum their waters. They'll pack them tater guns and hit that fuel, boom, yeah. and it'll scatter corn all over the water. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, and uh, they do pretty good with it. Please yeah. remember that Mark with Catfish and Crappie will be going live right after us, so be sure to tune in. He's got a great guest for tonight, too. Yeah, the good thing about carp is you get like one 15 pound carp. You're you're good for a while. That carp is gonna last you. How long do you think it lasts you on your fishing trips? Because you go out, you're out for a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm out for a while. I usually take at least one one carp with me. Um, but sometimes I still come back with carp because I reuse bait. Like I'll keep that carp on the hook. You know, it'll well, catch you me. You can keep and you can freeze it if you need to. You know, yeah, like a, a yep. Vacuum yep. bag and it'll last. Some of the other baits like shad and stuff, it doesn't, it doesn't last. last. Yeah, carp lasts. It, I I went, I took it home, filleted that day, and I've been using that same pe that same carp for a month now. That I just take it out the freezer and go out there. I, I put the head in each bag so all the drippings and everything just right. sit there and marinates and you know let the blood in there everything. That's right. Well, I was going to ask you about that carp, and I think that I've heard quite a few people talk about it. They take that common carp while it's still alive. They'll throw it up on the bank and then take a bat, baseball mm -hmm. bat, and beat that whole fish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what it does, it blood shots that all the meat. Oh, okay, okay. So instead of having a big chunks of white meat, it blood yeah. shots that white meat with yeah. blood all through the whole body. Oh, that's Then that's, they cut that's, it up. That's a good idea right there. I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> They're going to think I'm being cruel to the fish. <laughs> well, you know, they, they have to understand that's an invasive species to start with. Yeah. So they oh, man. I got a lot of UK people following my channel now. <laughs> when they see me use a car. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, yeah. 
Justin Fishing Fetish says, how does he prepare his carp for fishing? I, I fillet it up in, um, and then cut it into chunks. I usually use about an inch and a half by inch and a half pieces, um, not, not very big. Um, and then after, if I'm just trying to weed away the small fish, then I'll throw a big old piece of bait on there. But them little fish still go after it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now, do you use bigger pieces for big, bigger fish? Or you just use the same size stuff all the time? I pretty well winter uh, winter time. I, I I downsize my baits in the winter time, and that's where we're coming out of. So now that we're going into the springtime, I'll I'll start to upsize my baits, upsize my hooks. Um, when we were out there the other day catching, I was using ten out hooks all, all day long, and we were killing them, killing. And we caught so many dinks. <laughs> it was on some ten out hooks. I felt bad for some of them. They were looked almost close to the brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Mr. Gadget says, "Do not do the fish beating thing on." No, 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 no. no. That. <laughs> you ain't gonna see it on YouTube. I wouldn't do that on YouTube. Yeah, I hear you. There's mm. Laura the Explorer. Yep, and there's another one coming. Yeah, there's another one coming in here. Uh, well, I done missed That's it. One. Did you get him, Lyle? Oh, did you get him? <laughs> I may not get any more, but I got that one. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that had somebody come through a, a new one a little while ago, and I missed it. It's on up through the chat somewhere. So we missed your name. Sorry about that. If we see it again, we'll shout you out. Yep, glad to have Parker Pursuits. Oh, I see but somebody now, says they scale the carp. I don't, I don't scale my carp. I keep the scales on, and I, you know, I pop the hook through, and I just take that one scale that's off, you know, on the hook. But I keep them scales on there. It makes like I guess it keeps it tougher and keeps that hook, you know, locked in place, so it's not going anywhere. There you go. Somebody trying something different. That's all. That's that's how we learn different techniques, ain't it, Lyle? Somebody's got to try well, something is. different. And, and here's yeah. the thing. Back in the old days, uh, when we first started fishing tournaments 30 years or more ago, if we found something like that, like mutilating that carp, if that worked for us, we didn't talk about that. No. You didn't because you didn't want the guy that was fishing against you in the next tournament knowing about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We changed from that now, and it has. Yeah. Doc and I started doing that, and many others. It wasn't just Doc and I, but I know Doc and I was sharing information twenty years ago with guys. People would, I would tell people exactly where I was going to fish the next day, and sometimes mm -hmm. I was there when I got there. Yeah. You know, we wanted people to be successful. Even then, I know Dieter was like that when he. Uh, he used to be known as Wiley Catman, and he would tell people about different things like that. And now it has changed tenfold to where people are a lot more helpful because they want people to be successful. If 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 I share something with you, say I bought a hook from from Lee, and Lee Reed's hook worked so well for you, and I told you about it, then you're going to share that information with somebody else, or one of James's bobbers, man, I caught so many fish using that bobber and you use it and you do have the same results and you're going to, and that works yep. for everybody in the industry, whether they're selling something or whether they're not, if they'll, if you're catching fish and you share that and the next guy catches fish and he passes that along pretty soon, somebody's going to share it on the on the internet and everybody's doing it. Yep. Yep. So and this helps the industry. Yeah, and you know, Lyle, what me and you talked about the other day, by doing that, 
somebody's going to come up with the next big thing that's going to totally change catfishing. Mm -hmm. And it's out there. Somebody ain't releasing that information yet. I don't know if they're still trying it or not. Uh Uh-oh, Dieter's on a roll. Well, I, I, I hate to bring this up, but Dieter just made a post. He says, back in the old days, we used deer sinew to make fishing line. And they sharpened the wing bone of a turkey for a hook when we fished out of dugout canoes. Now, Peter and, I, Peter and I may be the only two old enough to remember that, but Peter at least admits that he's old enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I ain't far behind you, Lyle. Yeah, I know, but I, I ain't going to. That stuff is beyond me. Yeah, it as a gig to me, but it works out that you can twist it just a little bit and get a different spin on it. <laughs> oh yeah, I believe I, 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 you know, I might be wrong, but I believe Dieter might have a little bit of dye in that hair, trying to keep his age under control. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might be wrong because he got a head of hair on him. Yeah, he does. But, and it used to be in a ponytail, but it's not anymore. And and um, I think half of us didn't figure out who he was the first three or four months after he got that ponytail cut off. Yeah, because he had that thing for years, didn't he? He did. Hey, what do you got coming up this summer that you can share with everybody? Um, we got fishing, fishing, fishing. I'll be doing a lot of fishing, a lot of cat fishing, um, snakehead fishing, striper fishing, um, bass fishing. I, I'm a multi-species angler. I go after them all. Um, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, this last year was, you know, COVID year. A lot of stuff was shut down. That's right. It slowed down, you know, my growth on YouTube, slowed down the amount of videos I put out, slowed down, you know, a lot of fishing, a lot of time I was able to get out there on the water. Um, but I recently resigned from my job back in December of last year, and I got a lot more time to uh, to go out and go fishing. So I can't wait. So I'm going to be traveling, um, meeting up with a couple YouTubers um, throughout the year. Um Going down to Virginia, um, down to getting down to uh, Louisiana. Um, we'll get up with Creole catfishing. Um, make my way down to Florida, so I can't wait. So can't when's wait. the Missouri trip coming? Missouri? Well, we can we can add Missouri to that too. <laughs> we can add Missouri too. <laughs> as long as the weather's warm and I get over this shoulder, which I'm I'm released to go now. So uh, if you happen to come through Missouri, we'll just have to take time and go. Just yeah, go. yeah, we'll definitely do it. Too, because I live just real close to Lake of the Ozark, Truman and Palm de Terre, and we'll catch something. Yeah, I love to fish. I love to travel. Jasmine, you know, my wife, she loves to travel. Um, she supports me 100%. So, yeah, we're, we're going to make some trips. That's good. Peter said he wants to come fish for snakeheads with you. Oh, yeah, we can definitely make that happen. Dieter, I'll, I'll stop in Carolina, too. I definitely will. We can go down here. I'll bring some carp, Dieter. <laughs> Heck Some yeah. strawberry jello carp. <laughs> there you go. He's gonna have some. He's gonna have some strawberry jello in there. Definitely will. Definitely will. <laughs> well, that's his cool. last video, Lyle. The daggum cut bait outnumbered him four to one. I oh, I told him that was a fluke a long time ago. He's he, he'll see the the narrow ways of life before long. Right, and probably all the fish done died have been eating that daggum chicken from salmonella poisoning. <laughs> poisoning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, are you planning on entering any tournaments once you really get your uh your your boat figured out exactly how you want to do it in different circumstances, or or you know? 
Um, I may. I'm not sure yet. Um, uh, I think it it would be fun. It would be exciting to do it. Um, yeah, I definitely have to get you know get comfortable in the boat, get the boat set up the way that I want, and yeah. get um get comfortable at um targeting big fish. That's one thing I can I can you know I see the fish. I know where they are. You know, I'm pulling up on them. We're dropping anchor and we're catching them. But um, over the next uh, couple months, I want to get after going and targeting just big catfish only. Um, so once I get comfortable doing all that stuff, I think I, tournaments you will see uh, in the future. Not something I do on the regular, but I definitely will have fun. and, and go. It's, a, it's a great experience. I will yeah. warn you, it's extremely addictive if you happen to do good in one. Yeah. yeah. If you don't, it's extremely addictive with the amount of knowledge you learn from people. And the amount of people that come up there and share things with you and and visit with you, it, it is so much fun. Yeah. Um, you have to be careful or you'll be consumed with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm somebody that once I get into something, I go all the way in. Yeah, so. I understand completely. I really you know. <laughs> You know, I'd love to see other people out there, Lyle, dude. Like, I seen Jeff Manning come in here a few minutes ago. He has one of the most awesome tournaments. And it's that Grand Slam tournament. Absolutely. Blue, Flathead, and Channel Catch. You got to catch all three to get the Grand Slam. And that is so much fun, Lyle, because these big tournament guys, and catch them blues, and catch them flatheads, and they catch channels. But but the day of the tournament, they can't find them. Hey, Christina Dunnigan is in the house. Yep, I see that. The Ditch Pickler's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Christina. Oh Lord. I haven't caught a flathead yet, so that's definitely one species I'm definitely going after this year to target and get me some flatheads. You do know they are the king of cats, right? Yes, I cannot wait. And I've heard the fight is amazing. I heard they it fight. Is if you get and it doesn't have to be a giant. Yeah, it no. does. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just they're an amazing fish. They put mm-hmm. up a hell of a battle, and it's a prize every time you catch one. Yeah, I can't wait. And even more in that daggum current, ain't that right, Lyle? That's right. <laughs> right now, I don't know nothing about the current situation that you guys have out on the East Coast because you have tidal current. Yeah. And I know zero about that. I, we yeah. don't have current like that in the mid part of the United States. So if I ever come out there, I, I would love for somebody to take me where that's at just because I find it intriguing you know that the current goes one way one part of the day and goes in the other direction another part of the day that would be a huge learning experience yeah, yeah. around it it definitely is you have to pay attention um i now i pay attention because like the boat ramp that i go put in at um during low tide it, it can be around three four feet you know so i have to pay attention to the tide I was telling like Mark, I was like, you know just meet me um I'll pick you up um let me get the boat out and I because you know it's like a um, like a 10 foot stretch where it gets very shallow, and I just didn't want to have a lot of weight in the boat weighing it down, so I was like, Let me, I'll just go pick you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably an easy way to do it. Yeah, well, as it has been a blast having you on here tonight. Well, I'd, I'd like for you to come back after you've caught your flathead and tell us about that experience because. I know that is something that everybody wants to catch. Yes. Uh, but, man, we've had a great time with you on here tonight. We talked about fishing. We talked about family. We talked about important stuff and some not so important. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. 
definitely was a lot of fun. And I will definitely come back and tell you guys about my experience after catching me a couple flatheads. Definitely will. Well, when you get one of those, it don't have to be big. But if you get one, you let me know. We'll make it happen because I think it would be just a, a lot of fun to visit with you about that. Of course, we're going to talk about some other stuff, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Always. Always. Yeah, you go, you, by, you, by then, you'll have done so much other stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. figured out different things about the boat and fishing yeah. and all that. That it's, it, you know, we'll have a full one hour show again and it'd be just as much fun or more. Yeah, most Sunfish definitely. Yeah. Assassin, thank you. Thank you, Sunfish Assassin. We appreciate it very much. Uh, don't forget to tune in to Mark for Catfish and Crappie. Got a great guest tonight. You guys are going to love that show. Has, thanks again for being on the show with us tonight. James, what else we got before we close her out? Well, one last thing. Wednesday night, I will not be on. I got some. I got some family stuff to take care of. Uh, so, y'all got a free night. You don't have to look at my ugly mug on this coming Wednesday night. But the following Wednesday night, we got some special guests coming on. So, tune in. Has I enjoyed it? And one last thing about the flatheads: their eyes are on top of their head. Yes. Yes. Always remember. That's where the float comes in. That's where the float comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it up off the bottom. <laughs> there you go. We want Guys and gals, I enjoyed it as always. We want to thank all of our people in chat tonight. We had a great group tonight and uh, that with some other stuff that, that's going on. So uh, we had a big crowd, and we appreciate you all coming in and supporting Haz. He's a great guy to watch. Haz, tell them where they can find your YouTube channel and find you on Facebook. All right. YouTube is Has Life, um, just like it is right there, you see. And um, YouTube, I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram has life fishing. Just add fishing at the end of it. You can find me on there. So be sure to check him out. He's got some really cool videos and a lot of them, like the one they had the other day with the fishing magician, they caught a ton of fish. It kept you going all the time. He has great fishing with his family, his son, his wife, his brother, great shows. You'll love the channel. Be sure to check him out. Be sure to check out Patriot Catfish of America. And don't forget. I'm going to do some fishing this year, Lyle. I ain't done no fishing in a while. I got to get my tail back on the water. That's what it's all about, man. Thursday yeah. night, Mark and I will be on uh, Panfish Nation. So be sure to tune in for that. We'll have a great show for you then, too. Thanks, everybody, for watching. See you next week. God bless. Peace.